You better control that. You better do some exercise, walk up and down the stairs or do some push-ups or do some sit-ups. And you got to see now you got to control them thoughts. You can't see before, like with me, I used to go into the gym and let my trainer control my thoughts. One more, one more set, man. One more. Give me another one. Let's, let's do this. You know, where you at? Why you late? Time for you to get in here. You know, I'm paying this dude, so I got to be there. Now, it's on me. My thoughts are on me, and I can't sit back. And some people, man, they're going to come up out of here in 60 days, and they're going to be tougher and stronger, and some people are going to be fatter and frustrated. Some people won't be, probably won't even be able to get their life back together. But you know what? You get them on this call every morning. Well, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. <laughs> you get them on this podcast because they can go back and listen to the podcast at any time. Once I post this on the page, or you can go to any uh, podcast platform, you'll see it on here. I was actually playing around with it yesterday, and I was listening to uh, Eric Thomas' podcast, and I said, let me put in Tony Fleming Mindset. And I put that in, and bam, we came up. We right there with the rest of them. <laughs> so you can go to the podcast anytime and uh, pull up this information and all of them on there, I mean, lined up. Everyone we started with, uh, uh, you know, we started, well, how long have we been doing this? About the 10th one, 11th one. We're going to have thousands of these, though, because I got thousands that I can actually put up. So tell the world. And when you hear the podcast and you want to share it with people, do that if you like it. If you don't like it, don't share it. But if you like it, share it, man. Send it out there and give it to some people because we're going to need this, man. These are tough times. We need some tough minds. All right, if you want to listen to the replay, you still can do that, 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085. Uh, same pin code, 783357-POUND. Um, but I prefer you listen to the podcast and then just go back and share it and send it around to people. You know, if you like it, don't like it, don't share it. All right. Today, I'm back on the blogs. <laughs> Not back on the block. I'm back on the blogs, on the mindset blogs, on the mental toughness blogs, on the mental toughness books. You know, I'm always searching and looking for in books and blogs that we could talk about things when it comes to mental toughness. Because I believe, you know, because mental toughness, in my opinion, is a category within mindset. And in probably the first category, within, you know, mindset probably has a bunch of, per, you know, categories within there, you know, whether it's personal development, mental toughness. A personal development probably got categories within there, which, which is mindset and mental toughness. So to me, all of it runs together. But I'm on top of this mental toughness thing because I believe that that's what's going to help you win in life and in business, is that the world is tough. I don't know how we, where we get it from that is, you know, you, you know, you – you, you treat me right, I treat you right. No, it doesn't work that right. You can treat me right all day long. That don't mean I'm going to treat you right. I can treat you right all day long. I mean, you're going to treat me right. And then what is right? What is fair? Because I already told you the fair is whether you buy cotton candy and they judge pigs and you ride the merry-go-round in the, in the roller coaster. That's the fair. Fair is, you know, is, is, um, is, you know, what somebody thinks is fair, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, I saw, um, who was that? What was the, the baseball coach? Uh, God, I can't think of his name. I can see him now. But they was asking him, um, you know, does he treat each one of his players fair? He said, yeah. He said, now I might be fair what you call fair. 
He says Johnny Bench. What's the guy name with the blonde hair, little short guy? Um, he said Johnny Bench wants to take a day off. Take a day off, Johnny. You the man. Some of y'all don't know who Johnny Bench is, but uh, he's a top uh, catcher in uh, in Major League Baseball for years. I mean, like you know, Hall of Famer and all that. He said, Johnny Bitch want to take a day off? Yeah, take a day off. He said, if this the last man on the roster who hadn't done anything, he want to take a day off? Yeah, you could take the rest of the days off. You can leave. Take a day off if you want to. I'm going to fire your butt and cut you. That's fair, he says. Because, see, most of y'all would say, well, that's not fair because I'm just like him. No, you're not. It's like when, um, um, uh, um, my man's the coach the Cowboys who won the Super Bowl, the three Super Bowls, or did he win two or three? Two. Um, said that if Troy Aikman was in the back room, and Troy Aikman, if y'all don't know, because a lot of y'all don't know who, <laughs> some of the ladies on here, Hall of Fame quarterback, if he was sleepy, he's in the back of the room, and he falls asleep. He said, I'll touch Troy. Tap him on the shoulder and say, man, go on, you know, go on, take a nap somewhere. He said, but let let the third-string quarterback back there in the back sleep. I'm going to tap him on the shoulder, say, get your bags and books, go to your locker, clean out your locker, and get out of here. That's fair. Now, see, that's not what America says, and that's what not some of you all say. Well, that's not fair. He's human just like you. No. No. That's why I say mental toughness is the key to life. If you understand that, that some people are going to get rewarded based on their experience and what they've done and the things they've done in life and the things that they – that's just how it is. That's why you can't be concerned and worried about why this person got that and how this happened. And You know, you just need to become that person that will get those things. As I say all the time, the big dog will eat. You will have to become the big dog because the little dogs don't eat. But that's what we want in America. That's what you're, that's why I, I do these calls. I want y'all to get tough and understand that that ain't how that ain't how it works, folks. I know you wanted to be that way. I know they tell you that in church, and I know they tell you that it's yeah, you know, you be the righteous and all that. Yeah, that no, I'm not telling you not to be righteous. I'm not telling you not to be spiritual. I'm not because I am all of those things. But I also know that I have to develop myself and get my butt out here and do the things I have to do if I want to get those rewards and perks that come with being that champion or being that person that's developing themselves or being that person that that um, somebody can't do without. Because that's what's happening right now in corporate America. The ones that staying on board are the ones, they looking at the numbers. They, You know, when, when I posted the other day how Grant Cardone, uh, what, he had 180 employees, he cut 80 of them. I think he did 120, so he left 60 left. I promise you, those 60 that are there, he can't do it out. The 120 he cut, he can do it out. So you got to learn to be that person that they can't do it out. you got to develop yourself, get that mental toughness and those skills to where they can't do it out. And corporate America is the same way right now. They're looking at the numbers and they're saying to themselves, it's a selfish thing, but that's just how it is. Let's go down this list here. Now, do we need it? Oh, no, we can't. Mm-mm. Do we need to cut? Oh, no, no, we cut this person. Oh, <laughs> oh no, the, everything will crumble if we let this person go. Oh, no, the, the rest of the list there, yeah. 
Man, they'll get a job somewhere else maybe later on. But, see, you have to develop yourself. And, that, and this where uh, I keep talking about is the mental toughness where people don't want to get that. It's just not fair. And it's, Trust me. Again, fair is roller coasters, cotton candy, where they judge pigs. That's not how it works. Yeah, Jimmy Johnson. When Jimmy Johnson was coach of the Cowboys, that was that was the dude there. And Jimmy said, man, look, Troy, go to sleep. Get out of here, man. You third-string quarterback, you sleep in the back, get your bags, your books, go to your locker, and get the stepping. Kick rocks, baby. That's fair. And I'm telling you, if you don't get if you don't get nothing else from calling in on these calls every day, it, life is going to reward you and pay you based on your productivity and who you are. Anything else? Because if they can do without you, you out of here right now. I'm telling them, they slip every day is cutting back. Every day they cutting back. It's the same thing in the NFL and football when they get ready to cut players. They look and see now who can we cut and who can. We don't really want to cut you, but we can't cut him because he is balling. You kind of balling. You gone. You gone. And that's why during this time and this period right now, man, you ought to be developing yourself, getting a thick mindset, I mean a thick mental toughness, developing your mindset, getting skilled on something on a daily basis. I'm thinking about this is what I'm going to do. I'm, I ain't thinking about it. I'm going to do it starting probably Monday. Um you know the book club that we do on Saturday. I'm gonna I'm gonna extend it out every day at a certain time to where every day for 30 minutes we're gonna be reading the book again. So even though I'm gonna do it on Saturday, but starting on Monday at a certain time, maybe 10 in the morning, 10:30, we're gonna read for 30 minutes. At least I'm gonna be on the call doing that. And you can dial in if you want to. Uh, you know Tuesday do the same thing. We, we're gonna get deep into these books uh, for at least 30 minutes. If, if longer, that's, that's cool. But now I'm going to get intense about it because, I mean, we just do it on Saturdays, but, you know, I'm, I'm going to really get in, intense about it because we got time to do it. I mean, what are you doing, sitting around watching Netflix and, and Donald Trump and watching, you know, getting more fearful about life and scared about going outside and putting on your Louis Alcindor goggles and your mask and everything? I promise you the next time I go to the grocery store, I'm going to be suited and booted, I promise you. I'm going to have my glasses on, my mask, my gloves. I'm going to have my Batman jacket on. <laughs> That's how we doing it now. I see. I, I didn't know we were doing it like that. I see. that we we coming straight Halloween costume up in the grocery store. And so I'm going to do it too. <laughs> That's how we doing it. Okay. I got you. I see now. Yesterday I was shocked. I looked around like, dang, this thing here look like, Halloween night, like you did the scary house or something. Everybody was up in there suited up, mask, hat, gloves, boots taped up, rain coat on. I mean, <laughs> okay, I got you. I see now. You ain't got to show me but one time. I'm going to be ready next time. I can promise you when I go up in there, I'm going to be ready next time. But, but back to the mental toughness, man. We got to understand that that's where we are, and you got to develop yourself, man. You got to get tough about life, um, business, and anything else. This thing is not nobody's gonna hand it to you. I was talking to somebody last night. Uh, did a game plan uh, call for some people, and you know, I was telling the person was saying, "Well, I, you know, I want to, I need to know how to do this." And I'm telling you, you already know how to do it. I know people don't believe that because they think that they got to have certain things to know how to do it. No, 
you, all you got to do is talk and get you start, you know, doing the stuff that you need to do, inboxing, whatever it is. Because the thing is this, whatever you do, whatever thing that you're attempting to do, it, it don't care, I don't care what the way you do it is doesn't matter to me. The, what, the, what matters is how many doggone times you do it. See, that's the, we can sit down with you and give you the way to do it. And, it, and it's the perfect way to do it. But if you don't do it a thousand times, it ain't going to be the perfect way because what we think is if you give me a way to do it, now that means everybody going to do it or everybody going to agree with me. No. It's just, a, it's just a strategy that we're giving you to go do it. But here's the thing. If you don't do the strategy a thousand times, it ain't going to matter. I could tell you the best way to say something, the best thing to do it, and if you only do it ten times, it ain't gonna matter. You can do it the worst way, but if you do it more than ten times, it's still you still gonna. It's how many times you do it. It's not really what you do. I'm not telling you not to get a strategy, but I'm telling you that most folks get a strategy, get a plan, you know, because Lisa's putting together strategies and plans, and she'll give them to you for people, and I promise you. The problem with those things is that you just don't do them enough. Let me sip my coffee. Hold on. You don't do them enough. It ain't just it, because there's no plan that's going to get everybody involved in whatever you're doing. Matter of fact, when you're outside of the box and you're not doing the 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 traditional things, the status quo of going to school, getting a good education, you know, uh, saving your money, go getting a good job and, you know, part-time job at UPS or FedEx or going to get a master's degree or Ph.D., anything outside of that is going to be a struggle because you're dealing with people who don't know anything outside of that. Most people know only that, only the box stuff. And so when you come to them with stuff outside of the box, they're going to say no. 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 Even if you use the strategy that that we were going over the other day about, you know, sending samples. Now, they'll take the samples. They'll use them. But see, he's still a high percentage of people who still not. You you'll get a you'll get a better percentage by doing it that way. But see, here's what most people most people want a hundred percent. You know, most people want ninety percent. No, it's not worth. If you can get three out of ten, you man, you killing the game. That's in baseball. If you can hit three balls out of ten balls, that's batting three hundred. You making millions of dollars. But see, we we ain't happy with that. We got to have seven, eight, nine, because we don't understand business. We don't understand how life works. It's a percentage game. It's a percentage game. You got to go through those numbers and keep going. And, and, and see, during this time right now, what else do you do? Lay around the house and just what? I had a guy today tell me this, and it just shocked me. He said, man, I'm just, I'm, I'm just real busy. I think he's been saying that for so long that he don't realize what he just said. And I think that's just a thing that you say when, you know, people always ask, I'm just busy. So you're at home busy doing what? Losing your mind? 
But that's something that people always say. They kick that in and say, you know, try to <laughs> justify their inactions. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I have no more room on my plate. Really? Okay. <laughs> All right, let's get right into the uh, this blog today. Champions are, are are happy. Watch this. No, champions are happily dissatisfied. This kind of goes in line with me now, because y'all call me the, uh, I can't think of the phrase. I need to keep that in front of me. I don't need to keep with the, 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 the happy pessimist or something like that, whatever y'all call me. Y'all t- text me what that term is you give me. This kind of goes along with champions now, so I, I kind of like that now. Y'all, y'all might want to keep calling me that, because when I read this, I'm like, okay. I see, I see, I see it. Look at me, I see it. Jealousy, I see it. All right, so it says here, average people often identify themselves as being somewhat dissatisfied, average people. This level of dissatisfaction probably says more about, watch this, their lack of belief in themselves than it does about their feelings of contentment. The most positive negative person, that's me. All right, Um, yep. The average person always sees themselves as somewhat dissatisfied. Now, this level of dissatisfaction probably says more about their lack of belief. <clears throat> lack of belief. See, I believe it's the lack of belief. You know, like, y'all see this uh, this uh, meme going around or this post going around because uh, Renee said that to me. Well, is it Renee or Tawana? Which one are you? Depends on what day it is. Huh? But she said that to me. And um, said this reminds me of you, and it, and it was it talks about, and I think Lisa posted it too about if you don't after thirty days, if you don't come up, you know, with something, you know, if you don't change your life in thirty days or sixty days or whatever, when we come out of this hole, if you ain't develop a new skill, you ain't got some new knowledge, if you ain't done any of these things, it ain't it's it's a lack of uh, discipline. And I, I understand what they're saying, but my belief is it's a lack of belief. I don't think it's discipline, because I think if you got belief in doing something, you'll be disciplined in doing it. I think the people that don't stay disciplined, the reason you're not disciplined because you don't believe it's going to work. So you're not going to stick with it. But I believe if you thought that it would work, you would be disciplined about it. You know how I told you, if I gave you a list of numbers, and I said, look, um, Renee, I, I already called these people. And uh, I've already talked with them, and they're ready to go. They're ready to sign up in your business on the big package. Matter of fact, they're going to do the $500 package and above. They're going to do the 500 or the 1200 or 2000 I don't know which one, but they ain't going below that. And I've already talked to these 50 people. I already got them in line. They already agreed. All I need somebody to do is call them and put them in the system, and you can have them. Now, your belief was going to go through the roof because you talking to me, and I told you I've already discussed this with these people, and they're ready to go. And if we weren't in this quarantine right now, you would create your own quarantine. <laughs> Matter of fact, you would call your job and say, look, I know it's Friday, but uh, something came up with the family, and I got to, I got to handle something, and I'll, I'll be in on Monday, I promise you. 
then you're going to go put your, your sweatpants on or your pajamas or whatever. You're going to pull that list out. You're going to get in front of your laptop, and you're going to start calling because you're ready to put them in the system. Yeah, but it's good. Because, see, you believe that because, you know, it don't matter about discipline. You're going to be disciplined because you believe it. Now, if I gave you 50 names, like, like watch this. I got a list of names right now. This is me that I hadn't started calling because I already know what I got to go through. To, and I'm going to call them now. I, prom- I promise you this. That's going to be a, sometimes I had to get my mind right and I had to feel right that same day of those two days when I started calling because I know what I got to deal with. But somebody could say, well, Tony, you ain't disciplined. You should be calling. No, it ain't disciplined. I don't believe that I'm going to get all the numbers. I, I don't get that. I don't believe everybody going to join, and I know that. And I'm not ready to deal with that headache I got to go through. Now, am I going to deal with it? Yes. I can promise you that. I'm making them calls. But I got to kind of be in a flow with that because people ask me sometimes, well, why you ain't call this person here? And I'm telling them, as soon as I'm in the flow with it, when my spirit is right, when it hit me, boom, I'm going to call them. Because I got to be ready when I call people. I got to be ready. Just call them now. No, I, gotta, I understand that. But see, some of y'all ain't going to call, period. That's why I'll be on top of y'all because I know you ain't going to never do it. Whether you're spirit right or whatever, you, whatever I'm going to call these people. I'm going to go through them numbers. But it's belief, in my opinion, and he says it right here, somewhat dissatisfied. This level of dissatisfaction probably says more about their lack of belief in themselves than it does about their feelings of contentment. He said if a person earns $50,000 per year and believes he has the ability to earn 60000 per year, a low level of dissatisfaction likely results. But a person earning 50000 a year who believes he can earn 500000 a year is very dissatisfied with his results. See, world-class performers understand that the power of healthy dissatisfaction and are in never-ending quest to raise their levels of expectations and upgrade their beliefs. While average people believe if you don't expect much, you won't be disappointed. Have you ever seen that meme where that guy pointing his finger at his head and say, see, if I don't go out and talk to people, I can't be rejected. That's how most people think. I'd be all right. You know, I live to see another day in business. <sighs> Nobody rejected me today. I feel good about it. Ooh. Tomorrow I just I make another day. Now you're just making another day, and tomorrow you're gonna figure out how another way not to get rejected. You can't win that way, folks. You say, well, rejection just hurts me. I understand that. It hurts everybody. But like I said, you got to be mentally tough to go through this because it doesn't help you by not getting rejected, by you not making phone calls, by now you by you not doing the inboxes, by now you by not doing the things you have to do, that doesn't help you by hiding out and not doing it. You say, well, it helped me from being rejected. Well, it doesn't help you in your business. You, you're you going to be at the end of the year frustrated and saying the thing don't work, and you hadn't worked. you got to understand that that's a part of the process, folks. It ain't no easy way around this thing. You just got to go through the, no, that's just how it is. That's just... And you learn to do that, you're going to move. And then you start having success in that, you're going to continue with that. But nobody's going to knock on your door and make you go do this. That's that's why it's a low percentage of people who win because 
it has to be the self-starters who wake up, like I was telling them last night. Man, you got to have a reason for doing this thing. You got to have a real why, because if not, your old thinking will wake you up in the morning and keep you doing the same old thing. Oh, don't worry about doing that kind of stuff, man. Don't worry about making no calls. Don't worry about believing in yourself. Don't worry about writing no goals down. Don't worry about getting on them calls. Don't worry about doing all that stuff. You know, man, we do that tomorrow. But if you got a reason for doing this, you're going to tell that thing to shut up and let me keep going. But, see, nobody's going to do that for you, and that's what happens. That's, but, see, then when you don't win, at the end of the year, everybody starts saying, that stuff don't work. No, no. If you really honestly go back and look, you didn't work. You didn't work long enough. You didn't do it long enough. That's the mental toughness part about it, and that's the truth, and that's what you don't hear on most calls, and that's why I say this is not a corporate call, team call, or a company call because on those calls, you're not going to hear a lot of this, and I'm not saying nothing. I'm, it's nothing wrong with a corporate call, a team call, or a company call. Those are great calls. You should have those, but you're not going to hear this. I promise you you're not going to hear this. This is a mindset call, and this is the one where you tell the truth and, you know, you got to deal with the consequences because most people can't handle the truth when you say that. They're frustrated about it. They don't want to hear this. They want to think it's something else. Don't tell me this. Let's just move on to the easy peasy. Let's find the easy peasy. Make me feel good. Tell me if I got two and they get two and they get two and they get two, I'm going to be rich. And tell me all that kind of stuff. Well, that's not this call. This call should anger you. It should make you mad all the time. You should be, you know, some people call it, well, Tony, they just kind of, you should be tired of hearing it. You should be, but that's just, that's the world we live in, folks. You're not, me stop saying this and doing this is not going to help you. What's going to help you if you get tough enough and understand that that's what we're going to deal with every day. You're going to get punched every day, folks. It's just that as you get better mentally, you grow yourself better, you learn how to deal with rejection better, you don't feel those punches like the average person does who hadn't been punched. You know what I'm saying? Like you, if I'm in a ring and I'm fighting and I'm getting punched a hundred times and the person outside of the ring is a boxer and they, they're not getting punched at all, when they get in the ring, they can't take those punches. But see, I'm used to it. I've, t- I've taken a hundred punches, didn't knock me down, maybe knock me down, I got back up. Now I know how to deal with it. That's a part of my morning Ritual, when I get up, that's a part of me knowing that I got to go into that fight every day. That's a part. But if you're hiding out from that and you're trying, you're trying to dodge that stuff, mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, I, I saw it clear one night. I told you we sat in this room. And I, I you know, we sat in this room for three, four hours on a Saturday Saturday night. I can still remember exactly where it was. It was, uh, and this was, man, this was, had to be 2008 or 2007. That's 13 years ago. But I still remember it. We was at the uh, airport um, Western Hotel, and we had that whole room was full. And I remember the leader, the leader was, was not there. He was out of town. And then his other leader was not there. And so they called a couple of people to lead the meet. Now, they didn't call the other leaders that were there who should have been leading the meet because there was a little rift there. They didn't want, 
they didn't want that person in front of the room because he had most of the people in the room, and they didn't want him in there. You know, I ain't calling no names, but Tony Fleming. They didn't want Tony Fleming. They wanted they wanted some more people up there who didn't have any team members in the room, which is so crazy. They they ain't want. I ain't calling no name, but they ain't want Tony Fleming up there. They wanted, they wanted to put some, <laughs> who and I had half the probably, if it was seven hundred people in the room, probably five hundred was on our team. Oh, they ain't want me up there. I had to sit in the back back there. They wanted somebody else who was up there who didn't know what they were doing, and and they sat there for three hours. I sat there, and I just didn't leave, but I sat there and watched them put twenty people in front of the room, and they went through the script with them. And boy, they were they was killing it in front of the room. You say this, they say that. They just, they was killing it, boy. Everybody was clapping for them and ready. And I knew, as soon as it was over with, when they hit that door to go out into the lobby to go home to get on the phone to call people, it wasn't gonna happen because <sighs> they didn't have the mental toughness. They didn't have the mindset and the belief. They might have happened for a minute. They might have went in the lobby and asked two people something and they got slapped. They might have went home and called two people with ideas, and they got slapped. But in front of that room up there where we wasted three damn hours listening to that, it's crazy. You can have a helium head full of knowledge, have all the answers, but if your mindset and your mental toughness is not there, soon as, as Mike Tyson said, you got a game plan, soon as you walk out there and I punch you, and you feel that real punch. This ain't something you watched on television. You feel that? Mm-mm. All that stuff that you heard in that meeting that night, all that went straight out the window. Because, see, it, that mental toughness is not there. And not only that, it's not a why or burn desire. You know how they say, I remember uh, this guy, Art, used to do this training on a uh, bomb. I just I see somebody posted something the other day about a crackhead. I think Lisa posted that. But Art used to do this training in 2007 about a bomb. He was like, a bomb will outwork you. You know, I'm talking about a B-U-M, not B-O-M-B, but a bomb on the streets. He used to do this slide and show this, you know, how, you know, a bomb will – see, a bomb has more to fight for. He has, he, he has a burning desire inside of him to get a hold of that alcohol or get a hold of them drugs. And every day when he get up, that's his mission or her mission. And they got a burning desire on the inside of them to win. And most of us don't have that. So that's why a bomb will outwork you. Because we don't have that burning desire. We don't have that mental toughness. As soon as somebody punches us, we're done. And we, have, we can't get past that. We can't get past that. And so you got to understand that this thing is about, like he says here in the book, he thinks about, he says, a champion, watch this, he said, while average people believe if you don't expect much, you won't be disappointed. So you ain't really trying to expect much. But champions believe the only way I'll be disappointed is if I don't take risks and give it my all. The only way I would, I think Kanye had a song that says, or a line that says, Giving up is way more harder than, than I forgot how he said it. Giving up is way more harder than, than quitting. Oh, that's the same thing. Giving up and quitting. It was something like that. Is that it, it was like the same thing here. What he's saying here 
is champions believe the only way I'll be disappointed is if I don't take the risk and don't get the rejection and don't give it my all. The people who don't win believe that the only way I'm going to be disappointed is I get rejected. So I'm not going to get rejected. So I won't be disappointed. But you're not going to have anything. He said the results are obvious. The middle class ends up playing it safe, tiptoe through the tulips, in order to gain comfort and security. Play it safe every day. I didn't get rejected today. I made it through another day. Nobody talked about me today. I made it through another day. Nobody laughed at me today. I made it through another day. But the world class becomes the movers and shakers. A good description of the world class is happily, happily dissatisfied. The great ones are in the habit of playing the game of life without a net. Damn it. I'm out here without a net. It all begins with the pain of being dissatisfied with their current results. Thomas Edison says, show me a thoroughly satisfied man. Show me a thoroughly satisfied man, and I'll show you a failure. The church has taught us to be, you know, content with everything we are. Just be content wherever you are. Content with where we are. Show me somebody that's satisfied and content, and I'll show you a failure. Now, the failure and the person that's satisfied and content, they don't like that statement. Who is Thomas Edison? I don't care about him. (laughs) I know you don't. Somebody just texted me and said, that's why I tell people, if your family is content and broke and happy at being middle class, <laughs> don't call them jokers first because <laughs> they're going to knock you out of the box. As soon as you call them. <laughs> he said, wait till you can show them some documentation, then call them. So now if you don't do that, if you don't call them first, you better have a list of other people you better call. If you ain't calling your first ten family members, and you know they broke, busted, disgusted, middle class, happy. Because they're going to take you out. Now, they're going to hit you hard if you ain't ready. So if you want to go around them and come back to them later when you got a check or two, then, hey, maybe they might be. Because they, see, your family, they are, they don't hold no punches. Matter of fact, they're going to curse you. You know, somebody you don't know really might not curse you or something, but your family goes, man, you sorry. I can't believe you. <laughs> what my damn money you owe me? I can't believe you calling me about what? <laughs> that, and if you ain't ready for that, you better be ready for it. You better be ready for it. Ask yourself for the day. If you're satisfied in every area of your life, ask why. Ask why you're satisfied. Are you content because you are you you are truly content? Are you or are you content because you don't believe you're capable of accomplishing or becoming more? Mm. 
Here's your action step again. If you're satisfied in every area of your life, ask why. Ask yourself why are you satisfied. Are you satisfied because you're going to say, well, if I'm supposed to be rich, then the Lord will help me rich? Are you content because you're truly content? Or are you content because you don't believe you're capable of accomplishing or believing more? See, I always believe it's the belief part. <clears throat> because if we believe, we'll do more. We'll attempt more. We'll try more. We'll keep risking. It's not like we the people who don't believe, they tiptoe through the tulips, try to make it safe to the grave. Ooh. All right, folks, that's it for the day. That's all she wrote. Pen in the pencil broke. We out of here. Y'all have a fantastic day. Go back and listen to the replay or go look for the podcast. I, I, I hadn't posted the last call. I'm going to post that today. So the one I'm going to post on my page right after this it won't be this one. Uh, it'll be the one that we did on uh, yesterday. So I didn't, I'm kind of behind on that. But then I'm going to post this one later on tonight. But whatever it is, they're all in line when you go to the podcast. You go to any platform, probably now you're going to see this on there. Just type in Tony Fleming Mindset, and you'll see these on there. So share them, you know, and you can go back and listen to all of them that we have so far. I think it's about 10 or 11 to do that. All right. So let me see. I'm going to leave you all with something today. Let me see. I think I can find something I'm going to leave you with a little bit different than it. All right. Here we go. Little, little old school here, but I love this voice. Man, I love her voice. All right, I'm going to leave you with this one. Dark child. Dark child. <laughs>